welcome to Wahanga. My name is Aya and today I'll be speaking with Carla. So to get us started, could you tell us about what kind of art you do? I'm a stained glass artist. And when did you get involved with stained glass or with art more generally? Uh, I was a fine arts major uh, at Trinity College in Washington, DC. And uh, I married a career Naval officer. And when we were stationed in Maine, I took a course in stained glass. My brother-in-law was making stained glass pieces and I thought that was really neat. That was a way to uh, incorporate light into my art because uh, my background had been painting and sculpture. So this was something different. Um, and I just fell in love with glass and the fact that your, your artwork changes throughout the day, depending on the light coming through it. Mm -hmm. um, and would you say that there's any person or people you already kind of mentioned someone um, but he would say particularly influenced your artistic pursuit in college or even earlier in your childhood? Or now? Not really. <laughs> okay. I'm doing so well. Um, that's perfectly fair. Um, what would you say motivates the art that you make? Motivates me? I, I just like creating stained glass pieces. Mm -hmm. I don't need much more motivation than that. Mm -hmm. I do uh, military themed things because um, my husband was a career naval officer and so we traveled around. Uh, there were joint tours. So you get to know Army, Air Force, Coast Guard personnel. And so I do their logos in stained glass. Mm -hmm. um, but just about anything. I mean, you can see in the background, that's one of my pieces. Mm -hmm. So I do windows, panels, lamps, name plaques. Mm -hmm. I just like working with glass. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of deep thinking to it. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I see that the stained glass behind you, it looks like trees or, yeah, it's a beautiful tree. Yep. Um, and then there's a transom window up above. Okay, very cool. Do you see my dining room because the houses in Newport are like 10 feet apart. And so we were looking into their dining room and they were looking into our dining room. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's a little privacy here. <laughs> Perfect solution. And it's beautiful too. Um, do you do a lot of nature themes in your stained glass or is it really whatever sparks your interest? Just whatever. I was doing um, some mythological creatures, Medusa, Griffin. Um, I did some religious things, Daniel in the Den of Lions, uh, Wheat Stems, uh, Garden of Eden. Uh, I've done lots of floral motifs. Just depends on what people want and what I'm in the mood to create. Mm -hmm. um, and how do you communicate with um, those who purchase your work or um, is there a lot of requests that you get that are very similar or is it kind of uh, there's been stuff just all over the place I'm, I'm currently on Etsy mm -hmm. and so I get special orders from them I do a series of initials uh, black gothic alphabet mm -hmm. and so people 
request different initials depending on what they want. Um, I've done mermaids as a special request, uh, navy nurse oak leaf design. Um, trying to think about that compass rose. I mean, it's just all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, it, they give me their parameters and I put together a design and if they like it, we move forward. Okay. Um, I don't really know much myself about the actual process of creating stained glass, but what does that look like? And do you have a favorite um, part of it or a least favorite aspect? Um, no, it's, it's um, the glass is a fired product. Mm -hmm. So I buy sheets of colored glass. Um, some glass is clear, but it has little air bubbles in it. Um, there's all different textures that you can get in glass. And I use the copper foil method rather than leg came. Leg came is a channel, either an H channel or a U channel made out of lead. And because I was doing this when I had young kids in the house, I really didn't want all that lead dust around. So I use the copper foil method. You can actually get a lot more intricate with copper foil. You, you couldn't do a Tiffany style lamp out of leg came. It would just be huge to show any kind of detail. And it would probably fall apart over time because the lead lines will sag with age and you have to put a, a compound in the channel to keep the glass held in. So copper foil is the way to go for me. So each piece gets cut. Um, I lay a pattern piece on the glass, trace it on there. My analogy that I've used with students before is sewing. So you have a piece of cloth, you put a pattern on it, you cut around the pattern, um, then you sew it all together. So you cut the glass, uh, I grind the edges because they're very sharp and I don't want my fingers cut up. You apply copper foil, which has an adhesive backing like scotch tape. So you center the foil on the glass. So each edge of the glass has a little bit of tape showing. Then that whole seam gets soldered together and solder is made out of tin and lead. And you solder the front, you solder the back, piece is good to go. Okay. Um, and you mentioned that you, you teach also? I was teaching when Swinburne was open, <laughs> which was quite a while ago. It was... Um, originally uh, given to the city of Newport as a schooling for people in the home arts. And uh, then they started teaching all kinds of things, cooking and crafts, and, and then it was sold. <laughs> so there's no more Swinburne School. Got it. I was kind of hoping that the art museum uh, teaching area would open back up, but with the pandemic, mm -hmm. that hasn't happened, so. Gotcha. Um, but I have taught in the past. Okay. And with the copper foil, um, kind of going back, you mentioned that you're able to kind of do smaller, more detailed work. Right. And okay. Would you say that most of your pieces are kind of more intricate than other styles of stained glass? Oh, that is beautiful. The dragonfly. So really couldn't do a lamp like that in, in lead cane. It would just be way too cumbersome. Okay. I see. Um, and where do you work out of exactly? Do you have a workspace in your home? Yes, I, I have a basement studio. Okay. 
And um, you want to have a concrete floor because if your solder drops, it's going to burn a hole in your wooden floors. Oh <laughs> so I need a surface that's impervious to glass shards and hot solder and chemicals. And yeah. so that's, that's where I do my work. Basement sounds like the perfect spot. And um, what, what does the workspace like kind of look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Is it neat or messy? Um, is it dark being in the basement? Or are you able to kind of let the... Like... No, I have a lot of um, natural light coming in. I also have uh, overhead light, uh, fluorescence. Mm -hmm. I have two four by eight foot tables that I, uh, one is lower than the other for cutting because you want to put some oomph behind your glass cutter. And the other is more like kitchen counter height. That's where I solder my pieces at because you don't want to be hunched over a piece soldering for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I guess things get messy when I'm in the midst of a project and then I sweep up all my shards of glass and I also make my own frames. So there's carpentry going on. So wow. there's a sawdust, so that gets cleaned up. So it's... Um, an in-between state between <laughs> perfect and messy. <laughs> and do you like kind of having that solitude while you're working? Do you put on any music? Do you like it? To oh, yes. I have Pandora playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and are there any obstacles you faced in the pursuit of your art? Um, recently probably well probably the biggest obstacle was moving every two to three years and so you're starting over from scratch again you know trying to find a place that will show your work uh finding new suppliers i mean we were stationed in hawaii talk about shipping charges to get crates of glass out there mm -hmm. so that's really been the biggest hurdle was the constant moving um etsy is nice but ohanga is a hands-on thing so people can see the glass in front of them, they can see the interplay of the light. Um, it's no matter how good a picture is on Etsy, it's the color is not gonna be true to form. You know, if I take a picture and it's a rainy day, it's gonna be a completely different look on a sunny day. Mm -hmm. So this, this is why I'm so excited about Ohanga is that it's the real thing is in front of you. Right. Yeah, that makes sense, much more vivid. Um, and what would you describe in your own words, the ultimate goal for your art? And that could be what you want it to mean or to be to your audience or to yourself. I just want people to enjoy stained glass like I have. Yeah. Um, there's no, no ultimate goal. If, yeah. if they like color, if they like glass, if they like the interplay of light that's great. <laughs> Buy my stuff. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, well, thank you so much for, for coming in to speak with me. I just